Show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just called to say... Ollie, uh, I'm a bit of a hero, actually, because on the summer break, <laughs> we're six weeks back. Uh, we had a little break uh, over the break. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, Ollie, tonight I'm super excited because tonight, if you're a dad that has some type of issue, if you're a new dad, anything like that, we're going to help you after 7.30. So get in contact now. You can hit us up Facebook or Instagram at Tom and Ollie. Give us a message. Mm. And let us know if you haven't, if you have some type of fatherly issue, then we want to hear from you. And don't bring up the whole dad. You mentioned it before, Tom. I've got multiple dads. I've got one normal father, like one paternal yeah. biological father, and then and one, thirteen other dads, and one stepfather. And so you know they're separate. They're two men, yeah. but they do a good job together. Hey, tonight on the show as well, Ollie. It's another big call. But if you've ever married the same person twice. Mm. Then that's another reason to get involved. We want to we want to try and find someone tonight who has married the same person twice. Uh, uh, that's fun, Tom. I am worried though because uh, last night on the show you started the show and the year by talking about a steak that you got that didn't have salad. Ah, uh, thank you very much for bringing this up, Ollie. Well, now thank, thank you you're starting me. the show again with well, something well, well. that seems equally piss weak. Well, Ollie, last night I did I did uh, cause a stir when I said that salad was as important of an ingredient on a steak and parmesanite. Is everything else on the plate. That was a big issue. Well, yeah, it was dumb. Australia turned against me. They said, you're an absolute flog. And I went, fair enough. Tonight, there is an issue that, look, I don't want to say hard hitting. I don't want to say that people are going to be affected in a, in a negative way. Unlikely. I don't want to say any of this, Ollie. Okay. But something big is coming up next. Here's yeah. what I need from you, though. One triple three five three. We have questions. Just straight, right away, right now. If you have ordered a McDonald's thick shake in the last week, I need to hear from you. What? One triple three five three. If you've ordered a McDonald's thick shake, I need you to give me a call on the show right now. Because up next, something big is coming your way. All you way. think about is food. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Clash. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions on your Tuesday night and... Tonight, Ollie, there's a bit of a vibe in the studio. We're a bit heavy, aren't we? Because after Uber, Uber Eats has delivered a sh- what I would call a shite load of yeah. Big Macs to us. Yeah. And they're not super hot. I mean, because they have traveled a bit of a way. So we've both sm- uh, well, smashed. Well, no, they haven't traveled far. They've just been sitting out there since Kennedy Malloy. And oh. it's the, we've had kind of Kennedy Malloy's yeah. Big Macs. Yeah. They were, and, you know, I still had two. You've had two and a half. Yeah, well, two and a half Big Macs, <laughs> when you have that, it's full on. But you had a salad. So, you know, all, all good. Here's what I need though. On one triple three five three, if you've ever been to McDonald's and ordered a thick shake, I want you on the phone. The reason I say this, Ollie, after having Macca's tonight, it reminded me of a time in the break. I mean, I've, I was sitting on the story last night about not getting salad with my steak at a steak night. Sitting on you the know, story. What? I was sitting on that story last night. And oh revealed yes, it you had been hanging on to that. But I'd been hanging on to this story as well. Oh, you're a hanger on to her, aren't you? I draw. I. For the one time in my life, I probably get a Macca's Thick Shake like every three years. This one day, I was super hungover. Don't believe that, but go on. You know what? It was New Year's Day. We had a quite a large New Year's Eve, yeah. didn't we? Yep. Yeah. Four, 4 a.m. we went to bed. It was a big one. Oh, crazy. Crazy boys. Party boys. Yeah. I really wanted a Thick Shake the next day. Don't get this craving often, right. but we were driving home at about 1 p.m. 
going, let's get the Maccas. All right. My boyfriend, Seth, super hungover as well. All right. Let's do the Maccas run. Yeah. Great. You just got up. Sarah and I, my girlfriend, had been hosting. We cleaned the party up. The whole house was cleaned up by us. You got up about uh, midday after the cleanup was done. Well, I'm sorry that you made me stay in a room that had quite good blinds in it. I <laughs> still thought it was morning. Oh, my bad. Uh, so go through the Maccas drive through early, and you wouldn't believe it. The one time I want a Macca stick shake. The oh. one time. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. We're starting the show with this, are we? Yeah. How annoying is it when the soft serves out of auto? Is you, that got what you got it. You got it. Oh, my God. You... The machine was out of a thick shaker. That That is the most annoying <laughs> thing. When you're going for the thick shake, haven't had one in three years, want the Macca's thick shake, the thick shake machine is out. Blake on 13353, you've ordered <laughs> no, a thick shake no. in the last week or so. Blake, can you tell me, was the machine out? No, not that time, but there has been multiple times over the course of, you know, I've been, I've been alive for 24 years. Yeah. Over the course of multiple times, I've been told the machine broke. What is Sorry, it? machine's down, machine's cleaning, machine broke. Out of order. But here's, here's, the, here's the inside gossip, oh, though. Okay. I've, got a, I've got a few mates that work for Macca's that shall un- be unnamed. That yeah. un- un- like, I can't name the stores, okay, sure. but have told me that they cannot be asked sometimes to make it. <laughs> Oh, oh, so what? it's not that the machine is broken. It's sometimes we have a lazy employee. Hundred yep. percent. Well, this is huge. When news, you say make it, it isn't just like you just pull the lever. He, you mean like make a big batch? Well, no. It's it, the wall. It, it, you're right. They're just pulling the lever. How hard can it be? What? But you know, <laughs> as if they're saying I can't be bothered pulling the lever. Well, you know, um, not not to dog out people that work for Maccas, but you know, you know what they you know what they're like, surely. Oh. Oh, Blake is going on. Although your friend's Blake, so you've stuck with them. Dallas, you ordered a thick shake, a first thick shake in 10 years on the weekend. Dallas, were you able to receive the McDonald's thick shake? Negative. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Dallas. I mean, how does that make you feel when you're going for your first thick shake in 10 years? You're going through that drive-thru. Mate, I was pretty devastated, to be honest. It's 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 like some it's like someone's stolen a piece of your heart. Oh, we were all the same boat. I was absolutely hungover and thought, oh, yeah. I, I can't do a hot drink, so I won't go a coffee. Yeah. And went for this stick shake and bang, no go. Yeah, look, it's, I've got to admit, it's out of order a lot. And I, I'm, I'm loath to agree with you here, but uh, it is out of order the amount of times that it's out of order, if you know what I'm exactly saying. Exactly right. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Ollie. Thank you for getting on board. Adam on 13353, when was the last time you tried to order a Macca stick shake? Last night. Last night, and how did you go? They said it was broken down. No, I mean, it's ridiculous. So, so I proceeded to order a um, chocolate frappe. Yeah. And they said, "Sorry, that's broken down." Oh, it's broken down. You can't be. You can't be serious. Yeah. So I couldn't get either. Yeah. John McEnroe, you cannot be serious. <laughs> Look, one triple three five three. If you've tried to order a Macca's stick shake and you've been <laughs> successful, unsuccessful, I want to hear well, from you. Well, we're going to take more calls like that of just, uh, I tried to order a soft serve. Ali, you're currently eating McDonald's. <laughs> uh, I had a mouthful of Macca's, yeah, when I rang up. Sorry. Uh, mate, did you, get a, did you get a thick shake? No, not this time. However, uh, a couple of nights ago, I tried to get one. And, of course, no, there was none. And it, was, it seems to happen when it's really hot. On a hot night or whatever, they go, oh, sorry, the machine's overheating or yeah, something like that. Oh There's always God. a reason, isn't there, Ali? Isn't it? But yeah. I called them out, and I think I grieve your first caller about they can't be stuffed because <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, well, can I get a soft serve? And they said, yes. 
Now, oh. where does the soft serve come from, eh? Yeah, exactly right. There must be an extra step with the thick shit. Look, you know what? We've got to give a chance here on 13353 for Macca's employees to come in okay. and bat for themselves okay, because maybe there is good reasons okay. or maybe they can call up and own up that they are just lazy, pathetic individuals who won't serve soft serve. If you've worked at Macca's or if you currently work at Macca's, 13353, jump on that phone. Let's hear from you. Let's come clean about this thick mate. Thick, thick, <laughs> why is it always out of order? Yeah, why is the thick shake machine out of order? You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. If you're a dad and you've got some type of problem, we want to hear from you. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Tom and Ollie with a Y. But right now, one triple three five three. It's an absolute travesty. I went through the drive-through to get a, my first Macca's thick shake in about three years, I reckon, Ollie. And what's that about the machine? The machine's not working. The machine seems to never be working when it comes to thick shakes. Isn't that right, Wayne? You tried to order a frappe the other day. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, I've done it a few times, going in for a frappe, and they go, oh, sorry, the machine's not working. It's like, are you serious? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, and, and were they serious, or was it a prank? No, well, they were serious. Oh, God. I mean, this is this is where it gets wrong. Well, I'm it? confused, Tom, because you're saying you get a thick shake once, a, a, once every three years. Once every three say, years. But you also say the machines are never working. They're never so, working. So which one? Okay. Well, well that's the like reason why. A lot. <laughs> that's the reason why I'm getting it every three years, Ollie. Oh, God. <laughs> you reckon it works once every three years. <laughs> once every three years. It's almost like a, moon, a lunar eclipse or something, the, the way these machines work. <laughs> it's a super blue, super <laughs> whatever. One triple three, five moon. three. Here's what we need from you. If you work at Macca's, there's been claims made that you're lazy. Oh, yeah. That you can't be bothered cleaning the machine. So come clean with us. One triple three five three. If you work at Macca's, what's going on with the thick shake machine? It's out of order. How often it's out of order? (laughs) Emily, can you explain? Um, My store is never out of order because we actually have two machines. So if you come to my store, we can always give you a shake or an ice cream. Um. The shake and ice cream, though, they're in different compartments of the machine. Okay. So, like, if one's out, you can still get the other one. I don't know what people are talking oh, about. Oh, so it's different ice cream, the shake and the milk, uh, the, the ice yeah, cream. Yeah, they're in different parts. Okay, now, Emily, uh, some people were calling you lazy before. Is it difficult to make a thick shake? No, it is not hard. The machine does it itself. Like, okay, do it have to be lazy. Are you baffled, Emily, to hear that some people are suggesting that employees are too lazy to pour a, a cone? I am. They can come and do it themselves. Oh, what's well, okay. called self serve? Well, Emily, That's if your if your machine is always working, whereabout? What's your store? Do you want to do you want to give a shout out to your store that's always working? Yeah, shout out to Ringwood McDonald's in the eastern suburbs. In Victoria, is that? Victoria, yep. Okay, all right. All right Ringwood Macca's working hard. How about Hendrix? Great name, Hendrix. You, we worked at Macca's for five years. Yeah, mate. Used to work at Seven Hills North, and the same thing as what Emily said. It's in two different compartments, so. Can either get one or the other, so mate, it should be right. Well, then why are we getting an, a, an influx of calls, Hendrix, saying the machine's never working? Oh, well, you know, we work at McDonald's for not much money. We're probably a bit, just a bit lazy at times, you know? <laughs> so if so it's there out, is if... a lazy element to it, <laughs> Hendrix. So if it's oh, out mate, of, there's always a lazy element. If it's out of order, is that because you haven't cleaned it, you haven't turned it on? What's the reason? No, nah, so when, when it's all empty, you've got to fill it back up and it's just liquid, so it takes a little bit to, like, uh, cure yeah, okay. Yeah, so it just yeah, sounds like you've okay, checked out. <laughs> Hendrix. Uh, Nick, you've worked at Macca's for three years. What's going on with this thick shake machine? Yeah, I've, I've got to agree with the other two. The machine has different compartments. You know, software and you say to Nick. Yeah, Nick, um, we're hearing that a lot, mate, but that doesn't explain why it's always <laughs> out of order. <laughs> well, sometimes it's, 
Well, every time I've gotten it, yeah. it's, it's been a oh, bar like one time oh, okay. that um, someone tried to tell me that we had no shaker mix, but I went to the back stock room and uh, there's three boxes there. And they said, no, so, don't look, Nick. Don't go and look. It's just trust us. There's nothing left. No, yeah, I was the one ordering it on my break. So. Oh, you, see, <laughs> once, once so you're even a customer, the, even the Macca's employees can't order thick shakes, Ollie. That's ridiculous. Oh. Bella, you're 16 years old. You're currently working at Macca's. What's going on with the Macca's thick shake machine? Honestly, if you can't get a shake, the machine is broken no. because it's so easy to make it. There's no way it cannot work. So, Bella, you're, six, you're 16. We've already heard from three employees. It sounds like you're the most confident. It's not hard, is it? No. It, it baffles me that people don't want to do it. So, but is there a wait time between setting... Under there. Is there a setup time? Like a making time? No, it takes like 10 seconds. <laughs> what is going on then? Well, is, we need a Royal Commission. Is, is... <laughs> we need an absolute Royal Commission. And Ollie. On Triple M. Tom and Ollie, you won't find two closer mates on your radio. I mean, I like you. You're one of my favourite colleagues here. Friends for 10 years. Triple M. Tom, just quickly, we checked in with you yesterday after you claimed over the, the break we had of five weeks. You were going to be an Uber driver. Oh, I am an Uber driver. My account's active. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Well, you claimed that you'd be making lots of money. Uh, mm-hmm. As of yesterday, you hadn't made any money. Yeah, had, well, I hadn't made any trips yet. Yeah, sure. Zero trips. Yeah. And how many have you made now? How many trips are you at now? Like how many trips have I been? Yeah, I mean, many... Just tell us, how are you as an Uber driver? Well, I'll I'll answer that question by reading you a text message I received from Uber today. Uber sent me a text saying, need help using the Uber driver app, Thomas B? <laughs> yes, he does. How do I get a lift? Why is my so, rating at zero? I think Uber even knows that I haven't been taking uh, any trips. Mate, so I'm getting get... onto it. I'm busy. You're busy having thick shakes, mate. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's press on. Up next, daddy issues. Yeah, we're going to help the country with their daddy problems. Here with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. If you've married the same person twice, we want to hear from you after 8 o'clock. Tom, I think uh, the start of a new year is a chance to embrace phrases like new year, new you. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can see you're doing that. Obviously, you've you know, been eating well. Tonight. Hey, it's yeah. not my fault that Uber Eats sent us a whole bag of Big Macs and I yeah, had two yeah. and a half. A couple of Big Macs. That's fine. That's fine. There's still time. 11 months to go. 11 months to go. But I think it's a good chance for us as a, as a show, yeah. Tom and Ollie, to have a positive impact uh, on the world. And I think Triple M can have a positive impact by helping out Let's be honest, uh, men particularly, because that's what we're good at. Unashamedly male. Uh, unashamedly this male. Show is unashamedly triple male. M. And I think we can really focus in on a certain kind of male. Mm. I think that the dads of this world, uh, the okay. dads of I, Australia, I see what's happening. Here. You know, they come to us. Yeah. The no, dads come to us. I see what's happening. Uh, and you go to the dads sometimes, but that's a different story, Tom. Um, but we can help dads out. Call them daddies. You call them daddies. Well, uh, before you jump the gun, Tom, yep. what I'm thinking is mm. let's use this show uh, and the station as a platform to help out yep. fathers who have a problem. Yeah, you're not fooling anyone. You're in training because you're going to have a kid soon. Is that what's happening here? Is Sarah no. pregnant? Is your no. girlfriend pregnant? No, that's not. No, no, that's on. You're going to be. You know, yeah, you're going to have a kid soon. That's on the horizon. Okay, last year a lot of marriage pressure. I don't want to now pivot to kid pressure from you. Okay, well, which one would you prefer? Because it's one or the other. Well, <laughs> let's go with the marriage. It's a slightly more the party vibe, whereas kids aren't. Oh, oh, <laughs> boom. Sarah knows where you sit with kids now, doesn't no, she? I love kids, but not kids yet. Kids aren't a party vibe, Ollie says. Well, all I'm saying is hit us up because I'm happy to be the space where men come, where dads come and go, guys, I've got an issue. I've okay. got a problem. Okay. And I know that you want to call this a certain title. Daddy issues. Um, so I can see that that particularly <laughs> excites you. So sure, it's 
it's a it's a place for daddy issues. Are you a daddy with an issue? If you are, you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Tom and Ollie. We read all your messages. So yeah. if there's any type of issue that you've got, yeah. any problem being a new dad, an older dad, a granddad maybe, yeah. then hit us up on the socials. Dads come at us. And uh, Tom has done Definitely. just... <laughs> Done just that. This is not you, Tom. This is uh, another Tom uh, on Facebook. We loved your message, mate. Uh, tell us about your daddy issue. Yeah, guys, uh, it's to do with the, the ghost nappy. Have you heard of it? The ghost no, nappy? No, What's the no. ghost nappy? You know, as, a, as, a, as a new father, I've, uh, I've, gone, I've gone full blow and I'm, I'm into the changing the nappies and everything like that. Okay, I'm, I'm reading yeah, here that you've got Harper who's six months old. And yeah. So what's going on with Harper? Oh, she's great. She's a lovely little girl, but yeah, okay. um, you know, she uh, she she does this thing where she'll um, <clears throat> she'll I'll, I'll go in to change the nappy, and I'll be like, "All right, yep, change the nappy, all good, yeah. father of the year." You know, <laughs> change her up. No, you're just changing her nappy, mate. <laughs> no, good man. Yeah, no, happy no, no, wife, no. happy life. Good on you. Yeah, happy wife, happy life. No, yeah, and no, happy no, baby, no. happy man. <laughs> and uh, and and then she'll and then I'll look at her a couple of like thirty seconds later, and she'll just put this cheeky grin on her face and she'll no. I'll go, oh dear, I've got to do everything all over again. And it's like, how do I tell that that, that second phase is coming? So oh. I can hold off for that extra like minute and a half. So you know? you're doing the job and then it's needing to be redone. Yeah, it's a duplication of effort. Oh, you, and you've called it a ghost change. I thought yeah, a ghost what? change would have been like where you've got to change it, but there was nothing there. But this is different. Yeah, oh, it's kind of a ghost change. You know, the second one's usually worse than the first. Is so. it because there's, there's a second life to it or something? That's what you're calling a ghost change. <laughs> it's a zombie nappy. Okay, so so the, the question is, how do you know when a sequel is coming to the toileting? Yeah, the sequel. <laughs> okay. Wow, that is a, a genuine daddy issue you've got. Yep, you are a daddy with an issue, Tom. One triple three five three. Here's where we need our dads to help out. Can you help Tom out? How do you know when... The baby, the young person, go, the, the gay young guy, person. The gay guy's going to have a chance to explain it. How do you know when the sequel to The Pooh is coming? How do you know when they're going to go yeah. again? So one triple three five three. if you're a dad, help uh, Tom out. Is there a sixth sense to it? I don't know. You're with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Steve Miliband. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And Tom, Triple M is a safe space for men. Mm. I think we can all agree yeah. that that is true. And uh, yeah. we love to cater for everyone, but mm-hmm. particularly males sometimes. Mm-hmm. And tonight, it's about the dads. We are helping out the fathers out there who might have uh, an issue that they're working through as a father. You could have a problem with, I don't know, kids not doing chores, uh, not getting respect around the house. Mm. These are the kind of issues that dads face. Yeah. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and that's the idea, Tom. I've got a name to Ollie. It's called Daddy Issues. Uh, uh, and uh, look, I've, I've cemented it. I've cemented this name by building a brand new opener. Probably the best one we've ever heard. Do you want to take a listen? Okay, yeah, cool. Daddy Issues, how do wish you solve? Need other daddies to get involved. Close your eyes and call us now because there's things to share. Daddy Issues are on the air. Still going? Uh-oh. Someone had some daddy issues. Brilliant. About five <laughs> seconds too long, but that's good. Mate, it's fine. It gets it gives gives you enough time to get your lighter out, have a little <laughs> wave around in the air. But Tom on one triple three five three, we've heard your issue before. Remind us, Harper's six months old, and she's doing something called a ghost change. Is that right, Tom? Yeah, she's uh, she's pulling the rug out of under from under me, boys. Oh. When it comes down to uh, the old nappy changes. Yeah, you're a new father, and what's she doing? 
Ah, oh, she's um, you know, I, I think I'm all done with the with the first change, and then uh, about 30 seconds after the fact, I've got her all got her all clean and dry and in her pajamas, and then all of a sudden, this cheeky grin on her face, and I've oh. got to start at square one again. The oh, sequel no. comes through right on time. Well, Steve is a father of four kids. Steve, can you help Tom with this daddy issue? Hey, Tom, how's it going? Good, mate. Good. This, this is a tough one. Yeah. We. I've um, got yeah four kids, and especially when they do the little uh, fart at the start, you know, <laughs> dirty nappy, dirty nappy, yeah, quick yeah. go change it. So you go and change it. Oh, it's clean. That's all right. Wrap them back up again. Okay. And then later on, when the number two's actually come through, yeah. I always just say to the missus, oh, I did the last one. Um, <laughs> you need to do this one. Oh, okay. okay, so you just palm it off to the missus. Yeah, because yeah, she thought I already cleaned a dirty one, so... Cheeky handball, Steve, is yeah. what you're saying? That's it, yeah, because I don't think there's actually any way of knowing that when the second air run out. Okay, <laughs> there's no sixth sense that you've discovered. The sequel comes out of nowhere. Tom, do you think that fixes your daddy issue? Uh, yeah, uh, not not really. Uh, you can, you can... My wife's a pretty strong woman, so you know, I don't think that would... Uh... Right. That would go down too well with her, to be honest. Before you mentioned happy wife, happy life, it wouldn't uh, fulfill that, would it? Yeah, no, yeah. no, probably probably not. But yeah. uh, it's a good suggestion, though. Well, the daddy issue remains an issue. Tom <laughs> and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom, I know that you, like many people, are a bit bored by politics. Yeah. But what, if I, thing. what if I told you that I reckon that there is a change afoot in politics right now. Uh, no, that's every, like, couple of years with a new Prime Minister. No, no, there's a lot of there's no, backstabbing and I'm stuff. talking about real changes because I don't what? know if you heard Hang about... On. No, real changes doesn't happen in politics. Well, a senator came forth this week or in the last uh, few days or so and said, you know what, I've got to be honest, when it comes to drugs and our policy on drugs, she said, I've used drugs, which I think is a, is a wow. landmark kind of moment in politics because it shows that uh, MPs can be honest about this stuff. Okay. We're going to chat to this very senator. Uh, her name is Kate and uh, explore the idea of uh, parliamentarians being honest and particularly about drugs. Up next, Dolly, I have an absolute long shot. Sometimes when we put the question out, because we do have questions on this show, we go, there's no way someone's going to call. Well, I've got one of these up next and it's to do with a personal story of mine. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Go Prince, a ripping Tuesday night in Australia here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. Go Prince! Don't, don't make fun of me, <laughs> mate. Lame-o. I'm a hardcore radio announcer. Rock and roll. Uh, we have questions on this show, Ollie, and I came across, across an incredible story on my holidays. An incredible story of Jake and Ashley. Now, Jake and Ashley, Ollie, I just want to start off. Jake and Ashley, right? Yeah. They were childhood sweethearts. Jake and okay. Ashley, they were young, in love, and they decided to get married within... Two weeks. Oh, no. Which, now, when we turn it to your side of the story, I mean, you've been going out with your girlfriend for seven years, so it makes you look pretty slow to the uptake, doesn't it? Yeah, but I'd rather that than two weeks, if I'm honest. Jake and Ashley got married over two weeks. They were telling me about this on my holidays, Ollie. Jake and Ashley. We had a break over the break, didn't you? What do you mean? We had a bit of a break over the break. That's how do you want to set up the context to that little <laughs> that little bit there? Well, I just know that yesterday you did uh, reinforce the fact you had a break. I did have a break over break. Uh, and uh, Jake and Ashley, Ollie, they were telling me about this, and uh, they actually broke up. Jake and Ashley broke up. Oh, they di- they were divorced after just four weeks of oh. being together in marriage, Ollie. Jake and Ashley. Do you know these people personally? I do know these people. They are family friends of mine. 
Okay. Now, Jay. So can we can we be honest about you know are they going to be offended if we if I say well that's a bit silly like how rude nah can you we... can go just go for it because it, that, that's dumb. I mean <laughs> they've got married in two weeks and then they've got div- sorry divorced four weeks later. Yes. Wow. Now Jake has has then gone on to remarry, right? Now this is like great on you, Jake. You've moved on, whatever, all good. Jake then divorces that wife, so he's gone through two ladies now. Oh god. All in the meantime, Jack and Ashley are still keeping in touch. Okay. There's still something going on there. Yep. So it's a bit, you know, like, oh, we're just good mates, aren't we? We're yeah. just, yeah, it's cool. We're keeping yeah. in touch. Jake goes on to marry a third, third woman. Right. He then divorces her as well. So there's... How there's, old's Jake? Right, right now. 60. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Jake has gone to divorce her. Now, Jake and Ashley... Back together again and looking like they're going down the aisle. Can uh, you believe it? Marrying the same person twice. Jake and Ashley. You will not believe this. I had this. Holy matrimony till death do us part. Unless we break up again in the oh. meantime. But, but I wondered this same thing. If, if people have ever gotten married, gotten divorced and gotten remarried. I had this same thought bubble. Here's the thing, Ollie. I thought it was illegal. Like, surely you can't get married and then divorced and then married again to the same person. Why would it be illegal? Well, there's heaps of rules around marriages. Remember when two dudes can get married? Yeah, true. But yeah. I feel like there would have been some legal thing around it. No, you had one go at it. You're not allowed to go back. (laughs) Well, that's what I thought. It's just embarrassing. No offense to Jake again, but, and, and Ashley, but how does the family react to that? Is everyone going, okay, guys, you had a go. The family do see it as like, this is hilarious because there's multiple kids in there as well. From different Ooh, families. Oh, messy. Yeah. Well, you'd know it because you've yeah. got fourteen dads. Yeah. Well, it gets confusing <laughs> after a while, and I, I feel for them. Are they going? Are they going? Yeah, we're silly. We get it. We we know that we cocked it. Well, I want to talk to someone firsthand right now. One triple three five three. Have you married the same person twice? We do have questions on this show. Maybe you know of someone that has married the same person twice. How do you how do you feel about it? What do you think about when you're looking at this situation? One triple three five three. I know it's a long shot. If you've ever heard of this happening, if you've ever heard of someone being married to the same person twice, give us a call. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, and this is Polish Club. Clarity on Triple M. It's the Stones on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. In 20 minutes' time, we're speaking to the Greens MP who admitted to taking drugs. Uh, but right now, one triple three five three. It's an absolute long shot, but we want to know if you've married the same person twice. You've double dipped, really. You've, yeah. you've gotten married, happy as Larry. Yeah. Then you've gone, actually, this is a bit shit. And then you've gone, actually, no, it's not as shit as being with you. Uh, let's get back together again. Which I think your family friend did that. Uh, yes. And I, I think it's a, it's a bit of an egg on your face. You know, you're an idiot. Oh, you're calling it an idi- idiot. Well, I just, it's just embarrassing because you've got to go through this rigmarole again with the, with the same hang, hang process of getting married. And we're, hey, everyone, we're getting married again. Hang on. Invites are coming out. No, but didn't you do this, but just not in marriage? Didn't you break up with oh, your girlfriend and get back okay, together? That was a very, that is very, we didn't get married. You were crying, driving in the rain. You had flowers there ready to go. Yeah, we broke up for four months. Yeah. You were listening to Fleetwood Mac, weren't you? No, the war on drugs. Best band in the world. Oh, well, Helena on one triple three five three. You know someone who has been uh, married to the same person twice. Yes, my auntie and uncle. Okay. Uh, well, so... I was pretty rude about that, Helena. But uh, <laughs> look, I mean, why? Did, why are they doing that? What? How does it go so wrong and then so right again? Oh, um, I suppose they were young when they got married and they lost a child, so they had a lot of stress happening. Right. And then. Um, Ten years, they broke up, and then ten years later, 
they um, remarried and they had the full wedding. <laughs> and so did, and carried. So did they just keep in contact for those full 10 years then? Yeah, just here and there because um, okay. they had a son together. Okay. And was there was there other partners in between that, do you know? Yes. Okay. But I'm, just no, something, I'm, I'm so intrigued as to how that emotion ebbs and flows. Like it must fade away and then at some point it's like, oh, I'm getting the feelings back again. That would be a strange thing to talk about. Yeah, it's good though. Yeah, <laughs> Look, it is. It is a happy ending. It is a happy it's ending. A happy ending. In yeah. the family, Helena, behind mm-hmm. closed doors, like what were some of the things that were being said? No, our side of the family loved it. Really, I wouldn't know about the other side. Yeah. But yeah, everyone was happy. Yeah. So when the, when the moment happens, so like auntie and uncle broken up, divorce. Nah, they're no longer together. What what happened when Auntie and Uncle go, guys? Oh, guys, guess what? It's we're, back on. We're back together. What was that it was like? Awesome, <laughs> because that's what you want: happy marriage. So yeah. if you you know you do it once, you're surely going to know the second time. <laughs> Man, yeah. Okay, so the second marriage, you go. Well, you're definitely sure now, aren't you? Yes. Well, well, if we follow along this path, Ollie, maybe it gets even better on the third time. So maybe you should just break (laughs) up with Sarah, get back together again. One triple three five three. Have you gotten married, divorced, and married, divorced, and married again? No, we don't need to hear that. (laughs) Even Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Lenny Kravitz, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. You can get in contact with the show at any time via Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I don't know why you're laughing, Tom. At Tom and Ollie with a Y. Nothing funny here, mate, uh, because I've heard already uh, t- on this show and yesterday's show, you've been whinging about petty things. Yesterday, it was about a steak and no chips. Uh, today, no, 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 no. It was a steak with chips. But no salad. Yeah, the yeah. salad is a, an important part of the dish on a steak and parmesan. Well, you are known to be Tom Petty, and that oh. is your character. That is who you are to your core. Don't you but do. I've got to say, over my own holiday break, Tom, I have been hanging on to an issue. I've been hanging on to a a, a, a frustration, a massive gripe. Ollie Petty. <laughs> <laughs> no, not as catchy. Yeah, true. Um, I went uh, I got a train out of the city to go okay. to the beach okay. so an hour out of the an hour and a half out of the city mm-hmm. uh, to have a bit of a, a few days away with the family right Cute. and it should be a really simple thing where you get <laughs> you get a train okay. you get a train because okay. I've checked the timetables right yep and I, I, at the time I was very angry I'm still quite upset okay. so okay. forgive me okay. for getting emotional yeah. but I got the train out of the city and I got off the train an hour out okay. Yep. And I'm like, yep, this is great. There's my bus waiting for me that's going to take me further down the coast. Mm-hmm. Get me right there. Yep. And uh, as I jump off the train yep. and I see the bus, I go, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's actually a bit early. It shouldn't leave for another three minutes. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wandering over to the bus. Okay. So well, you're, not, you're not doing a detour. You are heading towards the bus. Yeah. And when I say wander, I mean, actually, I've stepped off the train for two meters. Okay. I look up. The bus is there. Great. Oh, what's that? The bus is taking off. And so what, what you've got there, Tom, yeah, yeah. is a system that does not work. Because if this bus driver had half a brain, he would realize that the train is carrying people that should connect to the bus. But instead, what he does, like a psycho, my friend, like a psychopath, okay. he sees us get off the train and he goes, great, this is my chance to leave. What an idiot. I was baffled. 
I, w- <laughs> I was baffled. And I was like, you, you, sir, have an issue. And then I spoke to my aunt who lives yeah. in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was told by the same bus company, <laughs> right. they have a reputation. Right. They've got a reputation, my friend, because she was told that a bus driver said to her, I don't stop for you unless you're waiting for the bus. No. <laughs> she was walking to the bus oh, and waving. I hate that. And he said, no, no, you've got to be sitting and waiting. No. So don't call me Tom Petty. It's the system, man. So just transport system people, sort it out. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie, more than just co-workers, they're also best mates. I'm famous with my friendship group for making um, eggs for everyone. Scrambled eggs? This may not. Well, you weren't invited. So I didn't say colleagues, I said friends. <laughs> Triple M. Tom, it's not often that you get to have an honest conversation with a politician. People seem to think that they're a bit sneaky, they dodge the questions, they don't give us well, the Well, I just didn't see your question. Well, I'm trying to answer your question if you give me a chance. <laughs> They'll say things like that, Tom. Yeah. But uh, not Greens MP Kate Farman, and I hope I'm saying that correctly, um, but Kate bucked the trend by admitting uh, in a, uh, a piece in the paper a few days ago that she's taken drugs, which I think is a game changer for politics and hopefully will lead to smarter discussion. Mm. But up next, we're going to have a chat to uh, the Greens MP Kate herself uh, and explore drug policy and also what it's like to be honest in politics. Stick around. you with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. We have questions. It's brand new music from the Struts. It's called Body Talks here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, our nation is currently grappling with an issue uh, of pill testing, which uh, is hard to solve, apparently. It's, uh, the debate rages over whether it's worth having um, facilities that test drugs at festivals and the like. We also have a bigger question about the war on drugs generally and how that's going. And so I think it was a breath of fresh air, to be honest, to read uh, in a, a paper a few days ago now, Greens MP Kate Fairman uh, being very honest about her own use uh, with drugs. And uh, which you, Kate joins us now to have a, a quick chat. Good evening, Kate. G'day, Tom. G'day, Ollie. G'day, mate. What are you doing here saying <laughs> that you're taking MDMA, Kate? What's going on? Oh, I have just been so frustrated, like so frustrated with the debate around drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, watching the New South Wales Premier, obviously that's the state I'm in, um, mm-hmm. watching uh, Gladys uh, come out and say things like, um, don't do drugs, uh, just say no, mm-hmm. uh, there's no such thing as a safe illegal drug. Then she's asked if she's ever taken anything by Koshi. She says, no, never. And then she says she's one of the few people that haven't. And I thought, this is ridiculous. The debate has to change. Uh, I think around 3 million people statistically, Australians, adults, that is, have taken an illegal uh, drug at some point in their lives, often kind of semi-regularly. I'm one of them in terms of my past, my history, who I am. And I thought, you know what, I've got a lot to, to share. And if I can, by being honest, if we can in some way shift the debate or better still have young people who are taking drugs or who are, um, well, yeah, about, yeah. I don't know, hundreds of thousands of young people take drugs. If they start listening to messages and start mm-hmm. listening, that's a pretty good thing. Like, yeah, it's I just sheer real, exasperation, actually. A real, yeah, a real conversation is obviously very important, authentic conversation. How long did you, did you ponder upon this and think <laughs> about whether you should come out with such a statement? Um, or was it a gut probably feeling? Probably the entire time I've been an MP. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. <laughs> I, well, you know, I'm a very honest person, right? I, I can't, I'm one of those people, I can't look at someone and lie. I'm not that, I, I can't do it. Yep. So I'm not very good at it. So How I are you going to be an MP then? <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to work in yeah. politics, Kate? <laughs> well, being, to be honest, being in the Greens is a little bit easier because yeah. we can get away with a lot of stuff. But um, 
but uh, look, I thought about it for a long time, chatted with my partner, I chatted with friends, um, chatted with a bunch of people, drug experts. I said, hey, if I do this, is this going to derail um, your campaign? Is this going to be bad for the pill testing efforts? Yeah. And they said, it would be bloody fantastic, Kate. It would be bloody fantastic. And if you do it... So anyway, I did it. <laughs> I, I, I wondered um, whether it'll be a bit of a floodgate moment because, you know, in the same way that when other bad allegations come out against someone and then that, that starts to unfold further, I thought maybe this could have the same effect. Do you think that's going to happen? Well, I don't know if you've um, seen it or reported on it tonight, but there's some Liberal uh, backbenchers nationally now who have come out today, just late today, Tim Wilson being one of them, mm. uh, saying the war on drugs has failed. <laughs> we need a new approach. We've got to do pill testing. I'm thinking, are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, as in, amazing. Yep. So I reckon we are at the cusp of something, um, to be honest, people who are who are still talking about the war on drugs and just say no um, are just being viewed as um, uh, crazy people with no idea who live on a different planet by a lot of people. And I tell you what, the, the support I've had from mainstream media, but also from parents, um, has just been so heartening. So, I don't know, I did this thinking, I thought, oh my God, I have just, is this just political suicide? <laughs> yeah. And I just post, I just sent him my opinion piece, just going, oh my God. And I couldn't sleep the night before. And I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm now so pleased I did it. So pleased I did it because the response has been ridiculously strong, except, of course, by the usual suspects, which are the politicians yeah. who don't want to be honest and the really conservative media. It's fun uh, watching, uh, seeing on the Daily Telegraph boasting <laughs> about her use of illegal drugs. Uh, it's always good to hear you <laughs> boasting about it, Kate. That's very interesting. And, of course, as a radio show, we would never condone the use of illegal drugs in Australia, really. We yeah, would never we, do that. We've Absolutely. got no. very, very clear guidelines for us, Kate, about what uh, what can be said and you can't Look, say. Look, you but... don't condone it, nor do I, by the way, but I just, I'm just talking the facts and yep, the facts yep. are that a hell of a lot of people do. Well, let's turn it to you. One triple three five three. What do you think about <laughs> pill testing in Australia? Should we should we be putting it in? Should we be having uh, people testing their drugs at music festivals to try and to curb this war on drugs? Uh, Kate, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Cheers. It's a very a very uh, refreshing approach, isn't it, Ollie? But one triple three five three. Your opinion now? Should we have pill testing in Australia? You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And tonight, it's a tricky one, isn't it? We're talking uh, the debate around pill testing. It is everywhere at the moment after, tragically, five people across the break, the summer break, had lost their lives at music festivals uh, after taking illegal substances. Yeah. And we have Kate Fairman on the phone, the Greens MP, who, Kate, you've made headlines after saying that you have taken drugs in your life. It, uh, we're calling it a refreshing approach. Some people aren't saying that, but okay. you're doing this to bring an honesty to this pill testing debate. Uh, yes, and also just to say that the just say no message to young people that doesn't work. It didn't work for me when I was in my 20s. Um, but what does work, uh, we know that young people are going into these festivals, they're getting drugs into in festivals, so let's test them once they're in there. They're yeah. going to take them whether pill testing's there or not. This is, a, this is what I can't understand with pill testing. They're in there, they've got the drugs on them, so why wouldn't we have the pill testing uh, tent and allow these kids to test the drugs to see whether or not they're deadly or potentially deadly. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And remember that every person that goes in, they've probably got 10 mates outside with the same drug, right? So they can go in and get it tested and then go out and say, oh, my God, that's like, you know, it's just awful. Or 
it's pretty strong. So we've got to take like half now and half four hours later when the effects wear off. I mean, that's, I heard a bunch of people today talk about like the basically experts who were all together doing a demonstration about how pill testing works. They had a kit, they were doctors and health professionals. It was amazing. They were there for the media and MPs. And uh, they said the, the, the most amazing thing about all of it was the conversations that those health professionals were able to have with the um, festival goers in the tents about were they taking any other um, uh, pharmaceutical drugs like antidepressants or anti-anxiety drugs. Like I didn't know this, but that can really, really mess up Right, um, yeah. Your system, if you have MDMA. So those, right? yeah, like, those conversations amazing. can't happen um, without they those, happen. those no. kind of testing facilities. But um, Kate, you are the drugs and harm minimization spokesperson, so of course yeah. um, that that you're well versed. But our callers aren't so convinced at this stage, mm. uh, Kate. Let's hear from Rick, who has a different opinion. G'day, Rick. Hey guys, how are you going? What do you think about pill testing in Australia? Look, I'm not totally for it, um, and the way I look at it is that you know the only risk I take in my life is I like the speed of my car. So there's a national park running here in Sydney that's nice drive and you can get a bit of speed up. So if we're bringing in pill testing, then I want to have uh, a car pit at the front of the national park to check my car to make sure it's safe. And then along the drive, I want someone to stop the animals running onto the road so you know, I'm, I'm safe. So okay. That's an taking, taking, drugs, taking drugs and driving fast is risk behaviour. And all the owners is on the person. Do you have, do you have kids, Rick? Uh, I do. How old are they? They're 13 and 10. And every time there's a drug death, I make sure they watch it. And, and so it do them. you think that just the just say no to drugs kind of attitude would work or can work? It, won't work, it doesn't work because we're in, in, in our nature, we're risk takers. Yeah, so and some take more risk than others. But, you know, if you, if you push it too far and you get hurt, then... So, so, it is what it is. So you believe and don't don't test the pills, let them take a risk, and let them die if they have to. Well, yeah, survival of the fittest, I suppose. Survival of the stupid. I don't know. It, it, I just think it, we're mollycoding our society too much. Sure. Uh, let's reference. hear from Casey on one triple three five three. Casey, what do you think? Hello. Hello, Casey. What do you think, mate? Um, no. No. Definitely against yeah against pill testing. Why? Basically, it's condoning. Taking drugs, it's an illegal substance. So if they're going to say, yeah, okay, well, we'll test drugs and say, yeah, look, they're okay to take. How about for the drunk drivers, we put it in special lanes for them that they can only drive in them while you're drunk. Well, I th- wouldn't it be, Casey, that if you're if you're drunk and you're driving, wouldn't the equivalent of it be, uh, I'm going to test my blood alcohol level before getting in the car to make sure that I'm not drunk before I get in the car? Wouldn't that be the same as pill testing? But, no, not really, because... They say, oh, oh, well, look, these pills are okay for you to take. So go and take them, and then you know, maybe they have uh, a mother or something with it, and then that has an adverse reaction, and next thing you know, they're dead. Well, I don't think uh, anyone is condoning drugs. Kate, can you? Kate Thurman is on the line. Uh, she is the drugs and harm minimization spokesperson for the Greens. Kate, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. when the pill testing happens, nobody actually says this is a safe thing to take. They just say that yeah. they, they just tell you the ingredients in the pill and they also that's condone for you to not to take it. Is that right? That's right. The very first thing they say is the safest thing you can do is not to take this drug. The young person's there probably going, okay, what next? Because I'm kind of here and I, I want to take this drug. Tell me what's in it, whether it's safe to or not. Yeah. Then they look at what's in there. But the other thing is they also say, you know, drink however many bottles of water, 
Um, uh, not too much water, by the way. Um, don't drink too much alcohol. Um, all these other contraindications in terms of, as I said, other drugs, but also how they're feeling. Um, but importantly, they could they could um, find a really deadly substance, as, as I said, or or something that's um, too strong, and they'll tell them how to take it. And pill testing tents have found what they have found is that yeah, is that people do give up their drugs and say I'm not going to risk it, or they say actually I'm just going to take half. You know, the, yeah. I mean that to me is like that to me is saving lives. And in terms of like the car stuff, like we've got seatbelts, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? I mean, to to just say that people are going to condone the, the the taking of drugs, that's just not the case. It's not absolute. That's, that's, you know, it's more complex than just going, well, this is safe, this is not safe, so therefore don't do this and do that. And it's like people are taking drugs. We know that. And now we would never condone that. We would never condone the use of it, but surely we want to say to those people, "Hey, by the way, you probably shouldn't be taking the drugs instead of doing nothing." A blanket approach of saying, "No, Matthew, what do you think about pill testing in Australia on 13353?" G'day. There was some talk on the, on the radio last night, so I had a bit of a look online to see if I could see sort of what the whether the evidence or science was, if I could see any. Yeah. And there was an article from the public broadcaster published on the 20th of December last year yeah. that cited the UK example where they found that 20% of drugs tested were not what the person thought they um, purchased what it was. Yeah. yeah. That um, two thirds of people decided to have the rest of their substance substances destroyed yeah and also that there was a 95 percent reduction in hospital administrations hospital ad- admissions due to drug overdoses yeah i think it's time that we look at ourselves and we as a country have a long hard look at ourselves <laughs> Tom, don't you reckon <laughs> yeah and just have an actual uh, common sense approach to what's going on uh, here at the very least i do i want to thank uh, greens mp uh, senator kate fairman for being honest about uh, her lifestyle choices and um hopefully opening up a smarter conversation tom and ollie on triple m one two three four it's time for tom and ollie on triple m Oh, some hot opinions there, Ollie, on pill testing debate. Uh, but Love there's it. not only hot opinions on the radio, mate. Uh, online, people are tearing to shreds on Facebook on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. You know what I need to do? I haven't actually watched a single minute of it. I'm going to oh. jump on Facebook, read these comments, and bring them to you in something I'm calling TV Tommy. I love a bit of TV, Tommy. Yeah. You bring the best uh, characters on Facebook and you bring them to life. Thank you. That's in about half an hour's time, yeah? Mate, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, Tom, I think it's time for the the men out there, the husbands, oh, the no. boyfriends, oh, no. uh, and even uh, lesbians can get involved in this one. It's happy wife, happy life, Tom. Yeah, um, it's still very homophobic. No, in terms of of male homophobic. I'm going to get you involved this time. I'm going to find a way to find a phrase that suits for you that works with happy wife, happy life. But if you've been a guy who's done something good for the misso, (laughs) up next is your chance to be the hero that you always knew you were. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Models, I hear motion. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Tom, I think it's important to celebrate the wins when you can. You know, be positive. Mm, yeah. And we had, had a uh, hearty discussion before about pill testing. Mm. That's a serious issue. That's ongoing. We can't fix that. <laughs> Someone's getting very annoyed at uh, negative calls. No, 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 it's fine. It's, it's a tough issue, but I just want to park it. Yeah. I want to focus on the positives. And you know what I want to focus on? What? I, I want to shine a light on all the men, all the blokes out there, <laughs> all the hard yakka blokes okay. who are putting in the hard yards, living day by day by the motto, happy wife, happy life. Because it's, it's a great motto, Tom, because what it means no, is no, that you understand no. 
that if you can make your partner happy, yeah. you make... Oh, did you say partner? Their life happy. Yes. Their life happy That's and therefore your own life happy. I'm just... I just get worried that when we do happy wife, happy life, yeah. we're really just just segregating a whole bunch of the community. Well, well no, careful now. Because what I'm, what, what I'm going to say is, if you've done something great for your partner, oh. then if you've, you know, living by that motto, happy yeah. wife, happy life, yeah. give us a call. But I hear you what you're saying. Yeah. And so I am. Because currently you're only, you know, you're only looking towards straight men and lesbian women. That's the only people you're targeting with happy wife, happy life. Well, sure. But here, here we go. Yeah. I'm going to officially uh, welcome this new phrase okay. as a as a, a B phrase. It's a B plot. <laughs> well, but already you're saying it's a backup. Well, it's, well, it's just it's not as common. Um, it's not. Oh. As, but what what I will accept is not happy happy man, happy clan. So if you want to say that, you shit, get, though. Oh, it's not as catchy. It's, it's shit. shit. Yeah, it is shit. So uh, why don't you, why don't you <laughs> take a seat, mate, just for once, and let the men, the straight men, and the lesbians who can take part in this by saying happy wife, happy life, uh, get involved. Here's mine okay. today. Hang on, but what's the idea behind this? Well, let me just illustrate with an example. Okay. I got a text from my, my partner, my girlfriend, not quite wife, but, you know, one day. Yeah, when is that she happening? Said it's been to, about seven years. She said to me, and this is a quote from the text, mm. Washing, hung out, no. and bed made. No. What did I do to deserve you? Oh my god! <laughs> so, I mean, that is happy wife, happy life to a T, Tom. Washing, hung out, bed made. What did I do to deserve you? I love you. You're the best. It's disgusting. You're simply the best. You are. You are a disgusting human being. No, you, you simply hung out the washing uh, and you, made the bed. She works very long hours. What is she? Eight till six. She works nine to five. Everyone she's, else works nine. To, it's the same normal hours. She's the breadwinner. She's, your, she's Dolly Parton. But you are there. You're working night time. You're getting to work four o'clock, ten o'clock, whatever. You're just rocking around. You've got all day. One triple three five three. Happy wife, happy life. Tom, I'll just re- let you rest there for a second. Have a think about your own situation. Happy man, happy clan. I don't like happy man, happy clan. Actually, Kayla, do you have a new suggestion for a brand new name for this? Yeah, happy spouse, happy house. So happy spouse, oh, happy house. Yeah, okay. See, that's go. way Very better. Very I like that's it. That's good. All right, yeah. Kayla. Well, why don't you call up again with uh, an actual example and get involved? But if you do if you, if, if you do get involved, Tom, we have tickets for you to go and see Cold Pursuit with Liam Neeson. That's right. It's in cinemas Feb 7. It's a pulse-pounding revenge thriller. Okay. Sounds similar. You can take your partner there, Tom, or your spouse. <laughs> have a happy house. One triple three five three. Happy wife, happy life, or happy spouse, happy house. What have you done for your partner recently? You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It is Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's a favourite of mine, Tom. It's called Happy Wife, Happy Life. It's a chance on this show uh, to share, for men particularly, to share what they've been doing to keep their partner happy. <laughs> it's so pathetic. And no, and in turn, make their own lives happy because we all know that a happy wife equals a happy life. To whittle men down to these pe- beings that go, I oh, hung out washing, I deserve to uh, have a round of applause and maybe some movie tickets to go okay. see Cold Pursuit. It's really a punch in the how, face for men. How do you? I don't sound like that, for one. And two, the text read like this. Washing hung out and bed made. What did I do to deserve you? And I thank you, my girlfriend, Sarah, for, um, for recognizing that godly act. And uh, I implore you to call up as well. One triple three five three. Are you a pa- uh, partner or a spouse? Happy spouse, happy house also applies, Tom. <laughs> um, what have you done for your partner yeah. that's, you know, maybe small, yeah. but it, it's still a, a, a nice gesture. Can I, then, so if, if it's happy spouse, happy house, can I get involved? Yes, yes. Uh, by the, the way, first time today, I've opened it up to people like you. <laughs> 
what? to hold a referendum and most people said yes. Yeah, most of them. Uh, if you give us a call and tell us something nice you've done for your partner, you could be grabbing yourself tickets to go see Liam Neeson in the pulse-pounding revenge through like Cold Pursuit in cinemas Feb 7. So give us a call. Movie tickets are yours. Uh, I uh, made dinner for my boyfriend, Seth, today. Did you? Happy spouse, happy house? Yeah, yeah it's not impressive. Oh! <laughs> You hung out washing. Yeah, let's hear from Ken. You hung out the washing. <laughs> oh. Well, you didn't really sell it, did you? Oh, Ken, uh, good evening. Yeah, happy wife, happy life is the phrase, isn't it? Yes, it is. Very true. You live by it? Oh, yes, I live by it. What have you been doing recently, mate? Well, you know, you can imagine uh, 28 years of living at Seven Hills, trying to pay a house off, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, the in-laws get crook, and um, the uh, brother-in-law has uh, open-heart surgery, and... Um, uh. Then he gets cancer. Sorry, Ken, a bit depressing, stroke. mate. Meant oh, to be a bit of a fun one, this one. wouldn't have said that. Well, I don't know. I mean, the whole idea is you just you name a basic no, thing you've Ken, done. Ken, look out for yourself. Thank you very much for sharing. That's yep. what I'll Let's say. just keep it light and moving is all I'm saying. So one triple three five three, Blair. Oh, my God. Evening, gentlemen. How are we? Happy oh wife, God. happy life, Blair. Certainly is. I've um, taken my annual leave late in January to take her away this weekend for five days before the kids go back to school, just to give her a break before we oh, a... get back into the hard hitting. Good man. But I also I also have a different um, tagline for you. Instead of happy wife, happy life, <laughs> yeah. what about happy partner, happy ever after? Oh, okay. okay. Well, they're yeah, getting. Yeah. Why does everyone seem to be butting up against the phrase "happy wife, happy life"? Well, it's not equal, is it? I mean, it's not. You know, it doesn't encompass everyone. I didn't does ask it, you. So I asked Blair. <laughs> needs to. It needs to be a two-way street. If if you're not happy, yeah. then you can't make the other person happy, and that works both ways in the relationship. Oh, see, I was living by the 1950s idea that you know, <laughs> men, men just exist in a, in a world. Separate from their partner. Uh, well, I, I don't walk in the front door and have my martini and my cigar set out for me. So I think it should be that way. man, Blair. Well done. All right. Happy spouse, happy uh, happy house. Or as Blair said, happy partner, happily ever after. Yeah, what have I you done for your that. partner? One triple three five three. Uh, you got yourself moving tickets as well, Blair. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. If you do want to get involved in the show at any time, you can give us a call, one triple three five three, or online at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at Tom and Ollie with a Y. Tom, we are a, a young show, a progressive show, but I also believe that, um, you know, it, sometimes it can be hard to be a man. <laughs> and, um, and so I'm really pushing hard here for a safe space for men to share the things they've done for their partners uh, that maybe have gone unnoticed. Yeah. Uh, when they're living by the phrase, happy wife, happy life. Or? Or, happy partner, happily ever after. <laughs> That's no. less good. Happy uh, happy spouse, happy house. Happy spouse, happy house. Look, we are an inclusive show, and yep. I have seceded, and I've succumbed, and, and we are going to accept all, all types. So, <laughs> you... you... <laughs> Everyone can get involved. It's no longer just uh, just uh, uh, men doing things for their partner because we're a modern show. I still can't believe I'm a gay on Triple M. <laughs> I can't believe you're still here either. You know, you don't know anything about sport, uh, and you do a lot of weird things oh. on the weekend. But Sean on One Triple Three Five Three, happy wife, happy life, mate. Yep. Been living yep. by it, dying by it. I do, I do. Man. Yeah, you got to, um, don't you? I do whatever I can for my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been with the missa? I've <laughs> uh, been together for 10 years, married good. for six. Yeah, yeah, so, good, good, good. And recently, what have you been doing? Uh, recently, uh, a few weeks ago, she had a two free moves and like, she was pretty two free moves, you know, yeah. sore and upset after it. And, yeah, yeah, a bit, yeah, a bit emotional. Home, a bit emotional. Yeah, a bit emotional. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, so no. I, I, 
bunch of fla- bunch of flowers out of blue. Like she doesn't get them very often. Oh, that's but, nice. Yeah. That's and, nice. And um, that kept her right up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a win for her. It is a win. You've given her a massive win <laughs> there. What's that song you play for people who do good things, Tom? It's a. I don't know. What song is it? I don't know. Simply. Uh, maybe this. <laughs> That'll do. Well done, Sean. You bought some, bought some flowers for your wife. You're who a had... hero. <laughs> your wife's been had a tooth removed. And you it's... bought flowers. You're the hero, mate. What a hero that you've brought her flowers. Now, Wally, you believe the phrase happy wife, happy life, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and, and, and why particularly? One more time. Why Why is that particularly Wally? What have you been reading? Oh, there's a great book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Okay, and what, what did that, uh, what, 90s book teach you? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's taught me that pretty much women are fundamentally different to men and you have to deal with them differently. And when you recognize they're completely different beings, yeah. then you can start to win. <laughs> we, might leave, <laughs> we might leave Wally there, but uh, I hear what you're saying, Wally. I hear what you're saying. I literally can hear the audio. Uh, Gav, uh, maybe our last one here, to get tickets to go and see Cold Pursuit with Liam Neeson. What have you been doing for the for the miso, Gavin? Hey, basically, mate, what I've been doing is just making her happy every day, brother. Oh, man, that is respect. And, and, and what, little things, big things? What do you do? Oh, basically, you know, I go to work. I make sure that the bills are paid on time. You know, she's got a nice heart underneath her, like I'm in the, on top of her head and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, as long as she's happy, I'm happy. You oh, know what I mean? Amen, Gavin. Happy wife, happy life. Hey, do, you, do you like Valentine's Day, Gavin? Are you a Valentine's Day guy? That's coming up soon. Oh, look, man. Seriously, a Valentine's Day is worse than me, or worse for me than Christmas. Um, but she loves it. <laughs> Well, you're going to buy so many gifts, what, how, what, have you, what have you done for your miso in the past on Valentine's Day, guys? Well, look, I had to break some like bad news to her, you know, um, but I did it in the most nicest way possible. Oh, yeah. I bought her these roses that cost me like 150 bucks because they were coated in gold and stuff oh, like that. Oh, Gavin! $150 roses? Gavin, you must have done something horrible. What did you do? Oh, I accidentally hooked up with a chick on the night before uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> accidentally? What are you doing, bro? Oh, okay. I don't know, man. My mate, my mate was like, "Hey, Gav, let's go, go out, and get on the." Okay, piss. Gavin, that's what you call. That's what you call unhappy wife, unhappy life, Gavin. So you failed there. But uh, great success, and you know, just keep doing your thing, folks. Keep being good to your partners. I'm giving Gav the tickets. Happy spouse, happy house. You're not, eh? <laughs> yeah, why not? Good on you, Gav. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie shaking off the radio rust in 2019. If this world, all but you know, one day ends, how are we going to reproduce off here? <laughs> oh, you just heard a man break down on radio. Triple M. Tom, you're not perfect, uh, as we oh. just heard there. And uh, there are some things I can't rely on you for. Politics oh. is one of them. I can't rely on you for educated opinions on, on science. But what you are good at, mm. what you are very good at is yeah. TV, and Netflix, I, knowing what's yeah. happening on the TV shows that matter to people. Yeah. And I think right now, I believe I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here is happening. Yeah, well, I haven't watched a single minute of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. You haven't watched it? Nah, I haven't. So you know what I've done? I've gone through Facebook comments to just see what the country's thinking. And oh. man, there are some interesting opinions out there about I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. That's the next best thing, Tom. <clears throat> uh, li- livid Facebook comments. Uh, stick around as I t- take the pulse of the nation in TV. Tommy, with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. 
It's new music from Dean Lewis. It's called Seven Minutes. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, and we have questions. Tom, I think it's time that we touch base with some of the biggest moments in TV, and oh. that's where you shine a, a shining light. Good evening, and welcome to television. Missed what was on the box? Touchdown! Game on, Catch up with TV Tommy. Uh, now, Tom, I have missed much of the TV going on. We're, well, I mean, we're both working, aren't we? We're working, so we can't watch the telly. We can't watch and it. And I'm guessing you can't either. So here's where we get to fill you in a bit. I, I have seen a bit of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Oh, what I have seen, though, is a, just a news grab, and it did yeah. shock me. Uh, it comes from Sam Dastiari, who's a politician, yeah. Tom. Uh, and it seems, though, that people in the public service, you know, mm. parliamentarians mm. doing drugs, mm. is a bit of a hot-button issue because we had before Kate, uh, an MP for the Greens, talking about doing drugs. And here's what Sam said uh, in the jungle. The old Labor MPs, the old lefties... All the pot smokers from back in the day, you know, they were pot smokers in the 70s, 60s. And a lot of the young conservatives out of the banking and that world have a bit of a cocaine. I don't want to use the word habit because that recreational that. Right? right. But they're the kind of extremes. Well, I mean, that's huge news, Ollie. That's you'd explosive. Think, you'd think that that would be the most talked about thing on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Well, I, I would think that, but you are TV Tommy. You turn instead to the Facebook pages to look for uh, the heart of the nation. Yeah, I've been on the I'm a Celebrity uh, AU Facebook page, Ollie, and what people are talking about, Ollie, is um, not... No, it's not. It's, not it's actually the fact that a guy called Justin Lacko, so Justin's in the jungle. Uh, Justin is a, an international model. And he's also uh, the who f- was also a contestant in the first season of Love Island. Okay, oh. so Justin comes a on the show, huge celebrity, and another celebrity that's in the jungle, Ollie, is Shane Crawford. Oh, Crawford! Yeah, he's of course AFL player. a sixteen-year career in the AFL at Hawthorne. Justin doesn't know who Shane Crawford is. Okay, well, I don't know so, who Justin is. So, so it's Justin's kind of... going, who the hell is this? Now, people have taken a Facebook and they are outraged, oh, Dolly. They are absolutely outraged. It all stems with Alison McCormack. Okay, Alison goes, not everyone is from Vic and knows who these old AFL guys are. Sure, yeah. Which is, okay, fair enough. But that's where Luke Peterson really likes to get into Alison and goes, Alison McCormack, he's on other things not related to AFL. <laughs> This is where it gets great. This is where he, um, Luke has has uh, really done his research. He hosted Kids WB. He presented on postcards as well as Getaway. Wow. Has won a few world records as well. Now, that got one like. So that was pretty has good. He's got an IMDb page, Shane Crawford. But Alison McCormack is not going to take Luke Peterson lying down. Right. She is going to go back at him Careful. on on the, uh, on the Facebook and go, just because someone doesn't know an ex-AFL player doesn't make them stupid is my <laughs> point. People can be highly educated without knowing a lick of sports. You know who he is. That's great for you. But I don't think it's a prerequisite to join Mensa. <laughs> Men's of being a very smart person's club. Yeah, correct, yeah. correct. Now, uh, look, there's a bit of tit for tat, a bit of back. Let me guess, it goes on? It goes on. Oh. It goes on. Does Ollie, it get pettier? Well, no, Terry Miners has really summed it up, I think. Okay. Terry Miners is really the one that is, is putting this all to a close. And Terry says, everyone deserves to be themselves. Hating on people just because they don't follow the things that you do, do things that annoy you, or don't fit into what you believe is right or wrong, doesn't make them any less of a person. Who are you or I to judge? Oh, we God. are not all perfect specimens. Uh, okay, Terry, like... take over, mate. <laughs> Step away, buddy. I think what you learn there, Tom, is if you see a Facebook argument unfolding yeah. in front of you, yeah. always get involved. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 
You're all up to date thanks to TV Tommy. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. G'day, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. I thought to end the show, Tom, it'd be nice yeah. to um, just uh, touch base with and uh, hear with hear from a friend yeah. uh, and hear about uh, how you, as the friend, yep. have been fulfilling your dreams, uh, living up to the things you said you'd do. Mm. And I'm talking about, of course, your Uber driving career, mm. which oh. you you oh. you set about oh. to do late oh, last got year. Got another ride here. Sorry, That's, is that the ride sound? That's the ride sound. As a radio host, you were yep. also doing some part-time Uber driving. Yep. A bit of a saga to get signed up, but you've been signed up in the last few days last few, yeah my account was ac- activated on friday love to hear how you've gone with first ride how's the first drive well <clears throat> let me Are you say sick of that noise yet let me say let me say having your account activated on a friday so annoying because you just want to <laughs> you just want to enjoy the weekend aren't you, know? you ready to go for all the, the weekend drive? lifts that's when uber's most popular get that surge pricing it's just an i've got i've got pubs to be at I've so, got places to be. Like, I don't want to be driving on the weekend. Okay. Like, on the weekend? Okay. Why do well, I want to be driving on the weekend, okay. Ollie, You know? Well, if you want to make money, that's when you're driving. So you're telling me, you have Have you done a shift yet? Okay, so yesterday, I hadn't done a shift. That's right. Yesterday, I hadn't done a shift. Today, I... I you haven't. I don't want to say I haven't done a shift. I just well, haven't had time yeah, well, to we, have, do a shift. We, we can work it out for this, ourselves. This when the, do you expect, honestly, when yeah. do you think you'll do a shift? When I have time. Like, <laughs> this is the thing. When? So this is the thing, Ollie, because I, I was surprised. You have nothing but time. I was quite surprised when Uber texted me today saying, <laughs> need help using the Uber driver app, Thomas B? So they actually know that I haven't had any rides yet. They know. They, know. they, they, they know. think that I don't. And it's like Everyone knows on. that you haven't done a, a, a shift. But it's also like, come on, guys. I'm the tech guy. I know how to use the app. Don't patronize well, me. Don't. You've been patronized. It's pretty easy. You go, you press go, and that's it. Like, it's not hard. Like, I could do it at any time I wanted. Okay, so are you going to come to us and tell us about your first shift when it happens? I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do, oh. I'll do my first <laughs> okay. shift tomorrow. Yeah, mate. yeah, sure. <laughs> I oh, will. I look forward to hearing about it. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, well, great. Oh, look at this. Got a ride now. Oh, is that your, your yeah, ride home? Yeah, I better go. I better go. Okay. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tom and Ollie.